0: Welcome adventurers, spectators, and role players, to Eldritch Origins, your fictional home away from home.
1: Yes, sir. We are a D&D podcast where you follow the tale of the golden martyrs searching to find the lost soul shards from the staff of Sauriel, the king of souls.
0: You know, it's sad to say that this journey is going to be a little bit harder now that we
1: lost Brightwood. But now we can say that Brightwood is a true martyr.
0: <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon.
1: Ha 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 Oh, I know, but I wonder what he has planned. What do you mean? You're the DM. You're the dungeon master. Hush. Hush. That's for you to find out in this episode.
0: All right. Listen, my name is Weston Lyon, and I play the Leonin Fighter, Jakarta Frostwalker.
1: And I'm Haven Joseph Lyon, your dungeon master for this lovely day. Taking the players across the world of Doriel, giving them new and threatening encounters. Content warning, ages 18 and up for this podcast. Stay tuned at the end for an important announcement. And to continue, we now enter the next
0: episode of Eldridge Origins.
1: You ended up having Timian, before he disappeared into thin air, set up the tiny hut. You all decided to go in there and started doing lookouts. Uh, The first, I think, the first lookout went very well. The second lookout, uh, you saw this uh, shadow-like slog coming out, uh, and then you took the rest of your night's sleep, and then you ended up going into the cave itself. When you went into the cave, you had Snurk lead you through, and Snurk used his sneak attack damage and such to take out the grung that were tr- uh, patrolling the hallways. You then ended up having Thaddeus go invisible mode using his legacy item, and he scouted all places for you guys. You found, uh, you saw a bunch of grung over in here that seemed to be guarding grung eggs and what seemed to be treasure, but you decided you wanted to be very heroic, which was a great move role play wise. And you ended up going into the other room, which was the boss room. You saw uh, kobolds all stacked onto each other. You decided to all go towards uh, the kobolds. And in that moment, you saw a kobold far away on top of the rock-like wall stand up and cast fireball at you. You all got hit as uh, part of the party was split because some people wanted to go check it out, see if they could save anyone. And some people wanted to stay back just in case anything happened. Well, that went well, and you all ended up getting into a fight with, uh, you don't know his name, but just for sake, uh, Garik Fan, who was this huge d- uh, death squad who ended up almost being beaten. But before uh, croaking over, <laughs> Brightwood fell in, well, was in his mouth and was teleported away. Currently, you don't know where he went. You have no idea if Brightwood is, a- is alive or not, and you are stuck. Uh, not stuck, but you were sitting in this cave.
2: What the
0: hell just happened?
1: So where the bum- hell you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Timmy just like rematerializes. <laughs> where the hell were you? <laughs> I just saw him. He turned into a bird the whole time. Didn't feel like fighting. What was a hummingbird the entire time. He was like, a <laughs> canary. You see, you see Snurk is just like looking around crazily. Like Snurk is just bloodied up and down his body. Does anyone know where the big thing went? And, and Brightwood? It just disappeared. I didn't know that was possible. Uh, what should we do? Uh, anyone?
0: I don't know if there's anything
1: we can do. How do we follow something that, like that? Wait, and doesn't he...
3: Little... Oh, I was going to say, doesn't he have that tracker ring, but he has the ring so that we can't track him?
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, oh, that's so great. I
3: don't think that
1: would work. <laughs>
0: Well, hmm. oh, that's a dumb piece of magic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was supposed to protect you, though. <laughs> you see a snark yeah. like, just questioning everything. Well, if you think about it, the slot cast the spell, so it wouldn't have killed itself with the spell. So ideally, Surprise would still be alive, just whatever the slot is. So you would likely still be alive. Um, Do, do you think that uh, possibly he, he was teleported and he was able to take care of the beast? If he was, then... If anyone could survive wherever that slot went, it would be Sir Brightwood. He knows a lot about the world, so he probably would be good at figuring his way out of that area if he wait, wait, wait. from the You're the beast. Does that mean he's stuck wherever he was teleported to? Uh, I would assume so, yes.
0: I don't know, but I hope he's, I hope he's as bright as Kazook thinks he is.
1: Or or as his name suggests, (laughs) (laughs) he pipes up. Well, I for one, I'm going to heal. uh, If if you could heal me too, that would be great. Come on over. Uh, (laughs) He'll he'll hop on over to you.
3: Yeah, and Diamond is going over too because I'm down to seven.
0: I'm gonna walk over. And what happened? We were in the we were in the hallway when you guys started yelling. How'd this guy get the jump on you?
1: It was a trap. That's Hmm. what happened. It was a very big trap. (laughs) You see, he looks like ashamed. I called it. I told Thaddeus, be careful for an ambush.
2: <laughs> Something happened. I must have walked into a magical uh, trap and I was just nowhere. Mm-hmm. So- it seems to happen a lot in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you killed the slot, it must have broken, the, or when he disappeared, it must have broken the spell.
1: That is quite the coincidence.
2: To my knowledge, we can't do
1: anything about Brightwood at the moment, right? And that's so right. what it seems like. We, how about we say we, we see if there's any survivors or anything like that?
2: What what else do we see around in this? Make a perception check for me. 20, yeah, easy.
1: You see like lining the freaking tops of of like the cave. So like the cave wall kind of goes up like 30 feet, and then there's like dead bodies and stuff of cobalt, like just a bunch. More than Snurk saw whenever he was trying to save people. Uh, It's just like
2: like actually forming the wall or just on the top? Just
1: on the top, like on the top, scattered, like like you see bones, you see just dead bodies just laying there and decaying. And then uh, as you look like you, uh, just so you know, Timmy, and uh, like around this room, you can see like this, like kind of yellowish pollen going around, just floating in the air. It looks very strange to you. But you do happen to notice over in the far off corner, you see two kobolds off to the side. They seem to be really small children clinging on to each other, basically just sitting there like shivering. You see like two dead kobolds next to them who just have blood seeping out into a puddle on the ground.
2: Oh, baby kobolds. Good
1: eating. Um, (laughs) I agree.
2: (laughs) I let everybody know and start walking over towards them.
1: Right. Go ahead and move whoever is moving. Before we go, I want, I'd like to heal my froggy friend. Yeah, go ahead. Excellent. This would Coming have been when, you. yeah, whenever he was looking around, that's that would have happened. So, and are you going to cast anything on Diamond? Just so I know. Um, is Diamond hurting? Oh yeah, yeah. she's at seven. <laughs> oh dang, uh, Diamond. Um, let me see what I can cast upon you. All right. Yeah. So you see these? You see these two? kobolds uh, kind of just staring in your direction. One of them seems like daintier than the other, so you can assume that she's a female, uh, and then the other one looks a little just broader, and he would be a male. Uh, they seem to be kind of like brother and sister.
0: I was I'm assuming you speak kobold.
1: Uh, let me check. I, 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 think, I think kobolds speak draconic. I speak draconic. Hey, okay, nice. shouts from the other side of the room. <laughs> hey. um, you Perfect. see Perfect. Come over. You see, as the, <laughs> Hang on. Uh, you see, as the female kobold looks up to you and tries to like mutter in common, Who are y- y- you? Say Kazuk in Draconic. Oh, uh, are you friend or foe? She says in Draconic back to you. Well, friend, I assume. I, we fought that big. Beast that's had kept you here, I assume. So, what I guess you, you could call us friends. What are you saying, there? Uh, they were asking if for friends or foes, and I said friends, so we don't, so that they don't get scared of us.
0: Well, there's a lot of words in Draconic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's quite a fun language. Um, you see, as she starts making hand symbols to her brother. Oh, her brother's deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. see. You see, and and he actually only does the hand symbols back. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even try to speak. It doesn't seem like he can speak either. Parents, she says in common to everyone, uh, you see the dead bodies on the ground. Oh, Orphans on their hands. Uh, they're, just, they're just looking up at you. They're kind of scared. They're, they don't know what to do in this situation.
0: Sure they are. I'll go over and kneel down and reach my hand out to help the, uh, the boy up.
1: Uh, you see he, like, kind of shrugs back for a second, but after a second, grabs your hand and gets up. Kozak, she s- says her name, Slin, uh, and then she points to her brother, Zerk. Uh, Ghidorah in Draconic says, Oh, hello, Slin and Zerk. My name's Ghidorah. H- hello. Uh, she, she signs it to her brother. You see Snurk kind of looking around. He's like, well, sh- should we, what should we do? I'm going to climb the wall and see if I can see any like other alive kobolds on the top. Doesn't seem like there's anything else living here. Actually, you would, you would see a couple kobolds around the top that seem to be breathing, but can you do a medicine check for me? With an eight, you don't know what it is, but they definitely don't look healthy. I've got some six kobolds up here. I'm going to toss them down if one of you wants to catch them. Uh, I'll just take one of the sick kobolds and kind of like look down and kind of toss it to Jakarta since is the buffest of us. getting can catch a kobold easy. Alright, I'll, ca- I'll catch him and lay him down.
0: Does anyone know if these people are able to be healed?
2: I think you would have to I think you would have to dispel the magic before you could heal them. I don't know how to dispel magic. only um, well, we
1: had a certain cleric with us that could. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Holy Sir Brightwood was here. I wonder what he's doing right now.
0: Kazuk, uh, Ghidorah, do me a favor and go through the bodies throughout this entire place and see if you can find any potions or
1: uh, any loot. All What's right, that? do an investigation I'll... check for me. For no, those, we're going to need
0: to take care to of these up. kids and take them to a town.
1: Dora's going to... Holy Ooh. shit. Cool. <laughs> hey! Okay, so I'm going to say, Kazak and Ghidorah, you don't actually happen to see anything on them. It seems like the Grung have already looted these bodies. They are perhaps storing them in the other room that Thaddeus checked beforehand.
0: Excellent, good job okay. Alright, let's 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 make our way to the other cave Let's bring the kids, we'll have to take them to a town In the meantime, let's go to the other place And see what loot there is to be had
1: uh, we, we will have to be careful though Because they're still grung there, yes?
0: I'm not worried, I'm um, pissed Yeah, Yeah. so let's head down to here Let's all come over in this direction And maybe Ghidorah can stay with the kids
1: Ghidorah will stay with the kids Ghidorah's yeah. had enough fighting for today
0: Is okay. it, is it well, completely dark In here? If we need you...
1: Give me a sec. We'll call on you. Uh, yeah, if you need me, um, I don't know, send a canary or something. <laughs> send, send a canary. <laughs> okay, uh, I assume you guys are just running in. Just Walking around the bend and start swinging. Everyone do initiative and we'll see who's, who's at the top and then we'll go from there. Diamond, you get to go first.
3: I'm going to just run through the door and take a swing at Green Gron because uh, I'm in the mood to do some fighting.
1: That hits for show. And that's just uh, one-handed
3: because I'm running in there Heck like, yeah!
1: Six, gotcha. He's looking pretty bloody already.
3: Good. <laughs> so I'm just going to take another swing at him with my sword. Uh, does not hit. Okay. I'm just going to use my bonus action. I'm going like, to drop the sword at his feet and just go like punch him in oh, the
1: face. Oh, nice. Gotcha. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, because I'm pissed. I'll only do... Oh my God. He's, he's like on death's door. He's very <laughs> close to dead. <laughs> Actually... You punch him with your hand, don't you?
3: Yes. Oh, no, fuck. I shouldn't have touched him. Oh, no. oh, Every God. time. Okay. Uh, I, I forgot. <laughs> okay. So. I was so enraged, I forgot. So you're, oh, now I consider,
1: you're now considered poisoned. Oh, no. And this was green, right? Yes. Uh, anytime you go to move, you can only jump. all right so green Grung is gonna try and just dagger uh does an 18 hit uh i need you to make a constitution saving throw for me hold on here we go okay yeah no it it did not succeed uh this dude is gonna deal nine points of damage to you because uh slice with dagger and then because he failed he deals six poison damage all
3: right i'm passing to jakarta
1: yeah, Chicago.
3: <laughs> Don't touch them with your hands, guys. <laughs> Don't
1: worry. Already on it. Distancing. Uh yeah, that hits. Cool. Uh, one-handed, right?
0: Yeah, one-handed. Uh,
1: how would you like to do it? <laughs> oh, I'm
2: just
0: I'm just so pissed. I'm just walking through, just swinging. It looks like a baseball bat. <laughs>
1: yeah, you see, you see this grung just
0: fly over and hit this oh. thing right here.
1: Oh yeah, yeah no, it slams right against the fucking wall.
0: Perfect. All right, I'm gonna use you hear
1: movement. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. I'll move up to here. Mm-hmm. And... Take your second attack. This does not hit. Dang it. And you cannot succeed at a cost because it's not close enough. Uh,
0: and then I'm going to, as a bonus action, I'm going to shield bash. Uh, so 15. That
1: hits. Nine points, yeah. Uh, he's still standing. Um. So he's going to go and he's going to try and stab you uh, and he does not hit <laughs> easily does not hit. He is then going to pass it on over to on over to the Wildling. Uh, so it's the Wildling's turn and the Wildling he is going to He'll short. He'll try and short bow you, Jakarta. Just freaking misses. He got a twenty-two. He did really good on that. <laughs> he's going to pass it to the uh, to the elite warrior. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, and then he's going to use his a- action to get over one, two, three, four, five. That'll be at the end of his turn. He's going to pass it on over to Blue Grung, who's going to go one. Two, three, four, five, and is going to try and attack Jakarta. Yep, misses easily. And he's going to pass it on over to Red Drum, who's going to go one, two, three, four, five. Wow, he able to make it. And he's going to try and hit and misses. They're not able to pass to anyone else other than other people, so they're going to pass to the only person that looks like them, which is Snurk. So Snurk is going to run up to the Wildling. He hits. Wow. He hits. Uh, and he does twenty points of freaking damage Whoa. to this dude. Uh, Snurk is going to pass it on over to Timian.
2: All right, I am going to move up. I can move multiple times. Like I can segment my move. Like move. Yeah, second, move. as
1: long as as long as it's the ends up being the total.
2: So that's ten to get to him, and I'm going to attack, and I'm raging.
1: Oh, nice. Apologies, oh, hit a wrong button. Ignore that. <laughs> it's all good. It hits. I yeah, well... There-
2: I plus two strength damage from uh, rage. Earth.
1: Okay, he's dead, but just so you know, these guys have immunity to poison, so the poison doesn't affect them. Okay. But yeah, no, how would you like to do this?
2: I just run, I'm like... <laughs> I cleave him down the center. As he's dying, <laughs> I grab him and throw him while I'm moving on. Perfect. <laughs> all right. And I'm also immune to poison, so... I know. <laughs> and then I'm going to go up and whack this dude. That hits. And
1: How would you like to do this? Uh, <laughs> that one. That one was already knocked down to three. Same thing. I cleave him
2: right down the center of the head.
1: Yeah, he he gone. <laughs> and then I
2: can continue moving. How much
1: is your? Yeah, you could move ten more feet. Okay, that's the end of my. Uh, All right. Who are you going to pass it to? I think you can perfect. still pass it to Kozak.
2: Then I guess I do. Yeah. All right. I uh, have
1: 35 feet more of movement because I just moved 10. So I'm going to move. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, right there. And then, so I can see this guy now. Is it completely dark in here? Like, uh, it's not so imposing disadvantage because all of you, I think most of you have... Are not vision. invisible to this guy? No, I, I'd say you are. I'm sure you are. All right, sweet. I have advantage on all my attacks now because he's yeah, invisible. So I'm going to just attack with Chameleon the, three times because yep. of the Dread Ambusher. I'm going to take the minus five to all of them. So that would that, be 20. that easily hits. Alright, so that's <laughs> easily hits. This plus, plus ten. So that's twenty-three damage. <laughs> He's so, still up, but just slightly. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna make my second attack then. At advantage with the minus five. Oh. Uh that uh you can succeed at a cost with the minus um, five. I'm not going to. I'm gonna okay. just use my third attack and you take the minus five again. That hits. All How right, would you sweet. like to do this? I already know it's gonna kill him. Alright, I just Shoot him right in the neck. Just last dying breath. He's gonna reach out towards the red grung and gonna say Grung Go. Uh so against Jakarta. Misses, totally misses. Um he's he's gonna pass it to his to the gold one. Who also misses? <laughs> Is that going to pass it to uh, the blue one? Who also freaking misses? <laughs> Usually when you attack your that you miss. <laughs> All right, so uh, they they don't want to see what's going to happen with the lion man. <laughs> they're going to pass it to Diamond because they don't That's see her. they don't see her as much as a threat. You're right next to them. <laughs> they're like, no. <laughs> they can surrender. Okay. Um, they could. My hammer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, I am gonna run around Timmy and run up to Yellow Girl. And I picked up my sword, so I'm gonna yep. take a big fat swing at him with my long sword.
1: You never dropped it, did you?
3: Yeah, because I punched him in the face. Well, I guess I didn't have to because I was holding it one handed. Yeah, I no. It. Right.
1: Because if you dropped it, it would cost an action to pick it up. Well, you didn't run, you hopped. <laughs> that hits but everyone it like takes so much flourish away from it you see just like diamond hopping over just like <laughs> one bit at a time
0: yeah me timmy and all the growing were like what the fuck
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were like, Shut up, guys you don't want to be on my backside right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one was at 11 so how much four points yeah okay uh your next attack yep misses
3: yeah.
1: you want to punch this one no i'll give it a shot
3: Nope, I learned my lesson. No more are you, punching.
1: Are you sure this one has a different one? No. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, who are you passing great. it to?
3: Oh, great question. I'm gonna pass to Timmy
1: Are you
0: fucking kidding me?
3: <laughs> oh, no. oh, wait, wait. by three grown. No wait, I hit the grung, so he
1: gets to he gets oh, to go. Uh, no, they went this turn. Yeah. They're done. Go ahead. Timmy, whatever. Oh, so wait, wait, are we starting a new round because I went first? No, no, it's it's part of the same round because it it went to who did it, go? it went to somebody and then. we the technically the had run. a surprise round, I think, like a. Like oh. Okay. Game. Yeah. yeah all, all three all three grung went in a row. Yeah. Because okay. Kazak went and then it pat yeah. It started over again. Yeah, yeah all on. the grung. Yeah, all the grung spent yeah. their actions on fight, trying to hit Jakarta. So it's basically all of us going in a row now. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. I'm just going to, oh, and yeah, attack so the one good. right in front of me with advantage
1: plus two. Uh, yeah, the the second one hits. So that one 12 hits. Okay. Uh, so then, how would you like to do this?
2: I skewer him with my sword coming up through the top of his head. Ooh.
1: <sighs> oh my god.
2: Cast him aside. Swing at the other guy. The okay. Guy. Come on, come on. Uh,
1: Tim, Timmy and Bob's. Uh, how would you like to do this? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, he,
1: well, yeah, the man got two health points.
2: <laughs> well, since I just did the upward thing and threw him down, this guy just lopped his head off, and I am done. All right, who are you going to pass to? Uh... Don't be a dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said that just to be a dick. To you, of course. <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna do a slow motion head turn over to the red grung.
1: Okay, <laughs> you see, you see the grung goes. Wait, no! <laughs> you just, uh, you're automatic. I know you're automatically gonna kill this dude. That was a nat yeah. twenty. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah. He's dead. How would you like to do this? Add as much flair as you fucking want with this.
0: It is going to be. Just an underhand golf swing straight up to the ceiling, like hit him right in the nuts and just watch him fly about there.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. You see just <laughs> he flies into the air, falls slams onto the ground, just like water, like splashes up. All right. <laughs> he gone. You are now sitting in this temple.
0: I put my uh, arms around Timmy and Diamond and say, Ah, ha, ha, that was a great fight. <laughs> Snurk's just
1: holding a th- Snurk's just holding a thumbs up in the background. <laughs> just off. Uh, he's gonna Snurk is gonna run back and uh, get Ghidorah and bring you in because everything's and, taken um, care of. You, as you're running back, you hear echoing through the walls as Ghidorah's just jamming along like God away over to a
2: laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> perfect like the kids are like <laughs> yeah you, you see you see you see Slyn is like clapping but you just see you see zerk looking at you he just he can't hear anything he's just looking at you <laughs> he's watching your hands intently but he can't hear you cool yeah i, wh- I
0: whisper to timmy in real quick nice flanking i appreciate that diamond just so you know If we can flank more often, we can make it easier on each other.
1: Uh, Snark brings Ghidorah in with everyone. Oh, Snark! Hi. Um, you Uh, were just time. I was ready to start another
2: song. I look around and see this. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. There's any any other threats? No other threats. Um, Unless,
1: unless your guy unless Damian considers the Grung eggs threats. Unless, if you want to commit mass genocide, you're completely allowed to do so baby burger,
2: do it well i'm still in snake form so i go food oh shit <laughs> yeah and
1: uh yeah so snirk runs over <sighs> we we took care of them uh, i think good to come in oh how was the battle short <laughs> you see as it's like, <laughs> like there's not a dr- drop of blood on snark he's just like smiling and, and is like ready to get in back in there with you all right i he mean, kind of signals to the kids let's go you see as they follow behind you hey, and all and all and we all run back in where's the treasure though <laughs> Uh, well, so who rolled an investigation? I think Jakarta, you rolled an
0: investigation. Oh, I don't, but, no, you don't have it. <laughs> 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 okay, well
1: you easily find stuff. You see it you see in the back corner over here, you find I'll start with the mundane stuff and save the best for last. 210 gold pieces. Mundane. Yep. 482 silver pieces. 863 copper pieces, a magical tattoo kit. So if somebody wants to become uh, proficient in that, they totally can. It will take them a while, but you can become proficient in magical tattooing. Four healing potions, and then 500 gold pieces worth of rare oils uh, that seem to be in uh, vials, and they have runes on them. They seem to be some sort of spell components. Ooh. Nick doesn't look happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best for last. So Kaz, like you're looking, you're looking at this pile of stuff and you see just this little platform. You know how like snow globes have like the small little platform. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like that, but it seems to be made out of like a piece of slate. And on top of it, there's three little rock figurines that are connected to it. And you see one has a microphone a rock microphone in its hand, one has a rock guitar, and one has a drum set in front of it. You see as the following three small rock elementals look up to you and start, like, jumping around to see that somebody's about to pick them up. Oh, okay. I'm going to pick it up then. You automatically attune to it. Oh. Uh. As soon as you pick them up. Uh, they are called the Alkaline Trio. Go ahead and put in put in your thing. Uh-oh. and you can read to everyone what it does alkaline trio this item contains three tiny earth elementals who are known as the alkaline trio They have a telepathic connection with the user and can only take commands from the user wielding them floating atop the user's shoulder the alkaline trio has eight charges and regains two per long rest the alkaline trio is able to cast the following spells earth tremor one charge maximilian's earth and Grass, two charges erupting earth three charges summon elemental four charges Transmute rock five charges and investiture of stone six charges each time a spell is cast the alkaline player plays a cover song that everyone can hear in a 30-foot radius would you like would you like to use one of the charges to see if they play music why not because you'll you'll regain it and you hear in your actually everyone hears out loud they can only speak psychically to you but you uh everyone hears out loud uh this next versions by uh earth earth and earth and, oh, you wow. can, and they start playing music. Are <laughs> oh, you know the Rolling Stones? <laughs> uh, we do have that, but that was on our next station. Mm. <laughs> you, see, you see as as they he starts singing and stuff like that. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Do a performance check for me. Uh, you actually don't even need to hold them up. They just float right above. So like the slight piece floats above like your shoulder, like a, kind of like a pauldron. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh that's, that's kinda awesome. lame. That's awesome Uh you you see the tiny rock elemental go, You're cramping my style, man, as he <laughs> starts <laughs> to play it more. So, fun fact anytime that you go on to use any of the charges, they'll do a different thing. And they have a bunch of different cover so- songs uh, yeah. by different people. So, I came up with a bunch of rock puns for all the different oh, people that that fuck. I could come up with. That sounds awesome. That's awesome. I'm t- yeah. time to use them a bunch then. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That, that's what you find. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited now. I have Good. Earth excited. guys. All right. Let's split up the loop, the rest of the loop then. Um, so should, should we stay in here and rest? Should we? Mm. A quick question. Are you guys taking the sick bodies with you? No. Yeah. Okay. I think we could all use a good rest.
3: Agree. I, I think I'm down to like six health.
1: And then oh, I, not, I
3: did here. not come out of this thing on top.
1: Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to, uh, like rest for like hours or just like an hour so we can get going towards for garden? I think we could all use a long rest. A lot of us missed out on it last time. Sounds good. Right, good?
3: Long rest it is.
1: I'm going to climb up on top of the rock so
0: I can keep watch on one of the shifts.
1: All right. So, so everyone's going to go to sleep, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> ACS snark <says laughs> <jerk. laughs> just like passes out. All right. So I need three shifts for me, please. Uh, so who's one? Who's number one? Okay, Jakarta. Who's number two? One second. Kostok. Who's number three? Yeah, Timmy. Mm-hmm. So I need uh, Jakarta to make a perception check for me. Uh, You're chilling in this cave for a while. Uh, You don't happen to hear anything move or anything like that at the moment. It's just like trickling from the like kind of like water that's accumulated in here. It's not the greatest smell, but you have to deal with it because you're sleeping there and your watch goes perfectly fine. Couser, can you do a perception check for me? all right okay. oh, oh. not one so I'm going to say that your watch goes on without fail. uh everything's perfectly fine. Timian, go ahead and roll a perception check for me
2: not one nice
1: uh let me do the consequence was well <laughs> i mean it's it's just for six seconds, but your speed is zero <laughs> um whenever. You're sleeping, Ghidorah. You start to fall into your sleep. And as you do, you just, everything goes dark for a second and you kind of wake up in this patch of dirt. And you see your wings are both out behind you. And you look up into the sky as you see this three-headed golden dragon start to flap its wings going past you. It starts to shoot out fire from its breath, you see the fire starts to change to lightning. And it starts to crackle with blue energy. And your wings start to feel like they're there, actually. And you fall back asleep and you wake up. And I believe, if I'm correct, you have wings on your back now. All right. Your watch goes without anything of fail um, or flaw or any of the sort. You guys all wake up and you all happen to notice a pair of golden wings on, on Ghidorah. Whoa. Um, you, you, you have wings now. <laughs> ah, oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> Very cool. Who stitched these on? No, and really? what? Um, if, I, if I had that talent, I would let you know.
0: <laughs> I, I examine him in the back, not, like, pulling hard, but, like, looking at him.
1: Yeah, uh, Ghidorah, you can, feel, you can feel every time he touches your wings. Hang on, hang on. I'm wearing a jacket. Uh, Ghidorah's going to, like, tear his wings through it. Yeah, sounds hey. good. It does so yeah, easily. That's much better. <sighs> All right. Do we want to go check out the rest of the cave? Uh, yeah, Totally. All right snark is gonna start heading off as you start to enter in this area you find this obsidian made platform that has just like rounded edges that like kind of concave in and have just like these runes written in the side of them and it's cracked through the middle as if this used to actually somebody give me an arcana check if you're trying to figure out what it's for oh wow Jakarta, you did really well on that Arcana check. So you start to, like, crouch down and, like, feel the runes and stuff as you're sitting there. And you think that from what you've seen before, by going to Annapore by being teleported multiple times, Ooh. this was at one point a portal to another plane. Oh,
0: Fascinating. I, re- I tell everyone that. Another
1: plane. It's all kind of starting to connect to you now. Like, maybe the Grung summoned the slot. Well, that's not a good sign for whatever Sir was. I just couldn't handle what came out of it. Uh, You see Snurk is going to sit down and start looking at the runes. And it seems they're written in Grung. And he says, Limbo. Excuse me? That's the name of where... This was connected to. It says Limbo. Hmm. You see the five, and he starts pointing to the five different runes. He, uh, this one means L-I-M-B-O. Could I take out, like, I think and I... Limbo was his name-o. Oh. I, I think I have some sort Sorry. of like, paper on me or something. Could I, like, take it out and sketch, like, what the, the runes look like? Yeah. Ghidorah sees the situation wasn't as okay, humorous. A, a yeah, okay, sounds good. Yep, you get you get the rooms and such. You can even do one of those things where you like put the paper up against and you start uh, you give, give it, it a little reading. Yeah. I'm gonna investigate
0: um, the rest of this room just to see if there's anything else.
1: Yeah. All right, so with, with the 17 investigation, they are looking around, doesn't seem like there there used to be like kind of wooden sconces here at one point that were used a bunch, but it doesn't seem they've been used really at all. There doesn't seem to be any places you can click into the wall or anything like that. For better or for worse, we could try recreating this and go to the boat to try and find Nick Sir Brightwood, although I do not think we are perhaps handled for it, but it could be a potential thing we could do in the future. Mm, the problem is is that um, I don't know much about Slod, but at the Blue Serpent they did talk about it here and there because you know they're they're curious people and I happen to listen. You think the Slods are their creation? Oh no, I, I don't think they are at all. I'm sure that the Blue Serpent tried to get some of their power at one point perhaps this was one of their grounds to try and do it and they failed. I don't I don't know but what I do know is that if this was connected to the Slod then it is not in the right part of limbo. We we do not know where Brightwood could have ended up. I mean, I believe I believe his name was Gorikthen. He said, I believe Gorikthen in in a state wouldn't have known where to teleport necessarily so it's possible he could have been teleported to Limbo uh, with the Slod or somewhere else
0: I wonder why the Grung could have possibly summoned the Slods or how they were smart enough to do so
1: if- I don't uh, I don't know even if I wasn't uh, transformed the way I am I, I would not necessarily be the smartest thing in the world and it is very likely that the blue serpent, whoever they're—I don't know much about the blue serpents—but you've talked about them like there's some sort of organization. They probably had some influence in this anyway. Then, since the grong are not particularly smart enough to open a plane to another, I'm—I'm I'm sure. Uh, I mean, the blue serpent is always looking for ways to exploit exploit people and beings. Perhaps they're getting desperate with the experiments looking for new ways to temper with things. If they are, then we should probably be wary of any other extra-planar creatures, especially Slot. And mm. w- we are about to go into the belly of the beast, I think, as it were. I believe Regarden is almost run by them. Mm. That is not good, especially with you and Ghidorah. Right. <laughs> we're going to be fi- found out for sure. If... You wish? We could take a longer yet safer route around the but... Well, um, I can't personally speak for both of us, but I certainly can say I'd hate to endanger our mission just by coming along. That is fair. I mean, we do not know what the holds for us, but we need something, don't we? I suppose.
0: I think we should also disguise you guys on our way in.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that would be nice. I would agree. It sounds perfect. Um, I, I do have this... You see as he holds up his finger and he has a ring on it. It's a, it allows me to disguise myself. I, I, if, if you want, I could give it to you, Ghidorah, and I could put a hood over or something. That might work. I have this. Ghidorah holds up a... He has a ring of obscuring he got a while ago, but have, hasn't used it. Um, it doesn't exactly, you know, hide my face, but in the event of something disastrous, it could certainly give us an escape. Yeah, a way to get out. Just in case. Should anything go wrong. Well, we should get moving, shouldn't we? We should. I do agree with Snurk though that Ghidorah should have the ring as it will be easier to cover up uh Snurk's number and it will be less obvious for a grung to be around than Very true. I could I could totally look like a dwarf if I just have something over my head. You could get a bunch of hair from a creature and put it on you and you would look like a, get a big big beard. I love that idea. Me who, has- <laughs> the, like, me who has a bunch of hair. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you see, well, Snark slowly looks over. to Jakarta. <laughs> we're not shaving Jakarta. No.
0: <laughs> as I walk, as I walk through everyone. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so. My way out of this place.
1: Yeah, you guys <laughs> end up going out here. I will copy and paste people. All right, so you find your way outside. Let me delete some people so they're not there and add and back in. All right, what do we do?
0: Make our way toward the city.
1: Kha'zok, I need you to give me a... Actually, what's your passive perception? Uh, passive perception, 19. Oh, holy shit. Co, uh, <laughs> can you give me a stealth check, please?
4: Uh... Sir Brightwood is no more. It's
3: time.
1: (laughs) All right, you see, all right, let me, let me get his, let me get his finger. Give me a sec. Give me a hot sec. Jesus. Well, okay. So much for that. All right. So Kazak, as everyone starts to head off into the distance, um, Kazak, you see this small kobold running out of the woods. (laughs) Goes to run, to jump, and tries to grab Alkaline Trio. Oh, uh, what, do you, what do you do? This this will this will be like at the same time. I'm going to try and grab him by the throat. Where is he at? Uh, he's he's right here. You guys don't see this happening yet. Uh actually, wait, no. He might actually be within your perception. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> yeah, you see him, uh, Timmy. And you hear just like whoosh, 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 as as this small kobold with red scales just starts a book in it at and is like, right trying to grab him. Um, I need... Okay, so so what is Gunner trying to do? And, Koge, tell me what you're trying to do at the same time. Uh, well, seeing that I attempted to do that, um, I'll go with it. I try and grab him by the throat and just kind of hold him back. And then at the same time, I summon Chameleon into my longsword. Uh, can you do a acrobatics versus athletics so you, either of you can choose uh, acrobatics for me
2: yeah all right i'm going to attack him with a thorn whip
1: <laughs> it's already it's already it's already too i mean you can attack him with the thorn whip but you just see as as kha'zik just grabs this little kobold by the throat okay
4: uh and okay i'm going to um pull out this shiny little blue gem. And just, you're going to hear him shout, uh, "Get Kazakh. you're going to see this shard just kind of psh, shines really brightly like oh. a flashbang. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh,
1: no. Is that for anyone within a five-foot radius or anyone uh, in a 30-foot oh. radius? <laughs> oh, no. Just him. Just <laughs> My con save. Oh god, it did not succeed, I don't think. All right. Blind. Can I get loose and still grab his item? I would I would say I would say another another athletics versus acrobatics. All right. uh, and and Kazak, this will be at disadvantage for you, yeah. I'd say. Uh, what were we saying, Jakarta? Can we move <laughs> at this point? 20. Yeah, you, you guys can no! move you can move at this point. Uh, I mean he got a Nat 20, so he's going to be if you're trying to grab for him, he is going to get out of your way. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. Uh, do I you, grab it? You grab it. Yeah. All right. I'm booking okay. it. You see. Oh, you I'm see. As as he grabs this thing off of his shoulder and just starts booking it. Okay. Um, I turn chameleon into a longbow and shoot it. Thorn at whip. Oh, no. Yeah. Thorn. Yep. Okay. So I need Thorn Whip hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: All Dang. right. And I I hit him for seven points of damage and drag his ass back to the middle of the patch
1: so yeah so that you pull like him right,
2: like right to here
1: Oh.
2: Okay. <laughs> mm. well if he's been getting dragged that way i drag him right into jakarta
1: okay you drag him right into jakarta so he would be like right here right here. Right here. <laughs> right here so he's still there athletics versus acrobatics holy shit <laughs> uh, I ain't going nowhere <laughs> go ahead and roll roll acrobatics if you want Oh, no. <laughs> make him fall prone. You did really good on that acrobatics check, too. Uh, you can make somebody fall prone, too, so you can make him fall prone if you want, uh, Jakarta. Yeah, he's,
0: a, he's, he's on the ground prone, and I just I have him.
1: Since he's prone now and stuff, I'm going to grab the alkaline trail back. Okay, so you do so. I just, mine.
0: Just look yeah. out on him and kneel and say, where are you going, little man? <laughs> uh,
4: he's struggling. He's like,
2: uh,
0: let go. I will not let go. What are you doing? Uh,
1: I will capture you. <laughs> you're not I've, already, I've already captured you. Fedora <laughs> Your goes, you're doing a great job.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me go. If You could try and do another acrobatics check. Sure, what? I'm going to try and escape. So what do we do now? Do we eat him? or Oh god! Holy me. shit! Okay, uh, <laughs> against against Jakarta, go ahead and make a check. <laughs> I assume you're using the disengage action for this, technically. Yeah. So it's not like a provoking opportunities. Yeah, he gets out of he gets out. Yes, have some planning to do. You're um not very good at this, are you? <laughs> you did not think that through. I, I don't it. think he's any good.
4: He's gonna look at you, Ghidorah, and he'll be like. Oh, he recognizes that, like, you're a lizard folk or dragonborn, you know. Dragon
1: lizard. Dragon lizard. Yeah. He's like, I'm, lizard. I'm something. Thrym, you look. And he says, greetings to you. Oh, yeah, wait, Draconic. Draconic. Wait, wait, where is he speaking in Draconic? He's, he's speaking in Draconic, but oh, sweet. he was just, yeah. Same he way. actually learned Draconic. He did, real- slightly. Oh. I, I, yeah, um, but he's going to say, are these your slaves? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, he speaks back to him in Draconic. Um not slaves. I don't really believe in slavery. These are my friends. He's gonna look at them and then look back at you. Friends with humans? It's a little. It's, That's what um, I said. Yeah, it's it's a little <laughs> strange. I never thought. I never saw myself being a friends with a rich man, but um, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures, I suppose. And you know, once you get to know some people, um, truly, it is power that corrupts the mind, and there are good hearts deep down. Um, behind all the wealth and corruption.
4: <laughs> we're at war with humans. War? We're not. No, we're... What war? War with the, the humans on other side of the sea. You mean the hairless
1: monkeys? Oh, humans! He's likely talking about the ga- Gastron Authority declaring war on the Phaedron Union. So this is somewhat problematic, but... I mean, uh, shouldn't we ask him what he wants? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mm. What do you mean war? Also, why are you attacking us?
4: You don't wear collars, therefore you're free
1: game. I am a bounty hunter. But <laughs> <laughs> you novice at the uh, at the whole sport, aren't you? You see you see Snurk kind of like leans over to Jakarta and says, Is is he supposed to get caught whenever he catches people? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: What's he saying, Ghidorah?
1: Well, um, apparently there's a bit of a war between what I can assume are the um, half lizard people and uh, humans, as other um, specimen as well. Well, in I mean, I mean, species. no, not
4: not war between humans and lizards. It's war, no. big war, general. It
1: is. It is. It is big war. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was. a it was big war before. The, oh, human okay. Okay. the so apparently, there's a very large war going on. Um, interspecies war. And um, he attacked you guys because he didn't see a bronze um, collar around you. And I suppose bronze collars are what are used to identify slaves. Uh, You see Snark start to shiver um, in fear. Um, Yeah, Uh, bronze collars, not good. Mm. You do not want one around you, no matter who you are.
0: What do the bronze collars represent?
1: They represent slavery. But not just any slavery, it, the blue serpent puts you in a bronze collar, and you don't think for yourself anymore. Mm. Yes. So it's mind control. Well, we could use him for cannon fodder or we could use him for food. <laughs> I hate to eat him. Let's see what else he knows. That's fine. We could, I mean, we could get some information out of him.
0: Did he say anything? Did he say anything else? I couldn't understand his language.
1: Um, I'm about to ask anything. Anything you guys want me to ask him?
0: What was he doing? You asked him what he was doing here, right?
1: Yeah, he was a bounty hunter. He was, he was trying to capture us for free. Um, he was days. a bounty hunter? Yeah, he's a bounty hunter. He's not great at it. <laughs> Evidently. Found- who was he hunting? Tell me that. I just kind of figured that out.
2: Before he tries to get away again, can somebody grab him at hog time?
1: Uh, I guess I can do that. You see, Snark <laughs> goes and uh, I'll, he'll take his rope and I'll roll a thing uh, R-O R-O here. thing he for it. <laughs> Uh, what's that sleight of hand? Sure. Well, yeah, twenty six.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
1: you're 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 hog tied on the yeah. ground. Go. Ask him who he was bounty hunting. So who are you bounty hunting with? Ghidorah kind of like gets on one knee next him. Like, who are you bounty hunting with, bud? You got like
0: all three heads like surrounding him.
1: Yeah. Staring <laughs> him down. I, I can roll for intimidation if you want, but uh, I think. No, I'll, I'll answer you. Zerk right. is sitting on top of you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure you uh, don't go anywhere.
4: Humans. Any point, any like motions his head over to Thaddeus and Agni.
1: Oh shit, that's not good. They wanted you attack me? What? Oh, I can speak Draconic too. I'm just, oh, good point. I forgot. No, you're a lizard. Folk. That would make sense.
4: <laughs> shiny, shiny object on your shoulder.
1: Mm, fine. Yeah. That's uh, it. So, he, so what? what is he saying? Um, he said he, um, he just, he's trying to get humans, uh, as slaves. For, for what reason? reason? Hunting for. For what I, reason? We're about to find out. Well, what why, want human, why are you on human why you looking for human slaves there, bud? I'm yeah. a bounty hunter. I collect bounties. And
4: if we're war with humans, humans very valuable to regarding.
1: So who's paying you?
4: Uh he, he looks very confused.
1: <laughs> like he hasn't thought this through. <laughs> uh you are getting paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can make an insight check if you I, like. <laughs> Sure, I'll, I'll insight this, this son of a gun. See, see he doesn't, he doesn't look very secure about himself. Uh, premier. That wasn't a great insight, Jack. Premier. Uh, uh, premier leader. E.
0: I'm assuming you're, he's just, we're hearing everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're just hearing everything.
0: Okay, perfectly. Perfect. Uh, who is that?
1: Yeah. Uh, who is this premier leader? Your door is now like crisscrossed next to him. As he- <laughs> um, mm-hmm. does, does he mean Premier Syracuse? E. Yeah.
0: Snurk, catch up. Catch us up on this.
1: Um, premier Syracuse is one of the highest people in the Blue Serpent. Uh, is is this is this small coldblood saying he works for him? That's this me premier asked. guy has to pick better. Uh, are you actually working for him, or did he put humans up on tab and you're just trying to win the bounty that he's asking for?
4: No, my own initiative. I impress regarding.
1: Well, you failed. Yeah, he's trying to. He's trying to impress the uh, leader. I hate to tell you this, um, my uh, bud, but you're not doing so hot. I'll find a way. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> you're my prisoners. Sure. Let, let's let him believe uh, that. Wait, wait. Uh, I mean, if, if he has connections, we can, we, can, we can use him as our prisoner. And exactly. get in. You know? Hmm. I was thinking the same thing. We're going to huddle up real quick. I don't um, like his persistence. We could stuff him in a backpack uh give us a minute um all right group he's
0: not going anywhere (laughs) we tied him
1: down got a a 26 on sleight of man for tying the rope i'll keep one head on him (laughs) (laughs) uh i'd like to haven (laughs) yeah i would like to
4: use uh what is it second of the wind Second of the wind. Second wind, sorry.
1: Oh second wind. Second of the wind. Oh to heal yourself, gotcha. Didn't Sir Brightwood say that uh, these soul shards, these soul gems, they embed themselves into people as Agni had? Yeah, Agni had one in his hand and then it turned into a skillet in the hand. That seems well, like a I think detriment. it's I think it's still there. Yeah, still there. Right, Agni? Uh, <laughs> Hold the thumbs up. This <laughs> is very detrimental, then we could just use him as a vessel for soul gems. Hmm? What? Well, you're, you're saying to use the kobold as a, as a vessel for soul gems? It could be yeah, a temporary vessel. We could kill him yeah. to retrieve the soul gems out of it one Pretty region. gullible. Not a lot going up in the, uh, in the old uh, <laughs> cranium, if you catch my drift. Um, Plus, if there's any detrimental effects, it will affect him and not any of us. Yeah. So what's our plan on getting in on this premier fellow? What were you think? You were saying something, um, Snark, about uh, using him as a sort of way of getting in. Well, if we use him to, like, lead us in, we could technically get by the guards without any fail because we would be his slaves. But how do we fake a bronze necklace? Um, we make one. Something, something like that. With your disguise self, we can do that easily. We don't necessarily have to even because he haven't, doesn't have any bronze necklaces with him. Yes, it could, it could be so. for us to get in. They need to put bronze necklaces onto us. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Hold on. That yeah. sounds like a bad idea. Didn't you say they control people? Well, we'll not let
1: them put the bronze on like, We're not honest. going to let them put put them mm-hmm. on us. But to see what's going on in regard, and if we're just saying we're going to go get them, they don't—at least to my knowledge—they don't carry them around on the streets. You have to go to the, the Jorin facility. We could certainly fake them somehow.
3: Yeah, I was going to say we can make counterfeits, or we can try to make counterfeits.
1: I mean, does anyone know how to make something look like a bronze collar? Do we have an Artificer on our team? Hmm. Yes, we do. <laughs> he looks over at Agni. But doesn't he make things only out of bone? If you paint it, you can't really tell the difference. Where he- are we going to get no. paint from?
2: <laughs> <You see? laughs> we could about, cross that bridge can, when we get there. Ask where we can get hmm, the bronze things. Cobalt. Without, uh, the, without the detriment, just like plain ones.
1: Without the enchantment, yeah. right?
4: Uh, J- 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 Jor- Jorin Jorin. Joran facilities uh, to get
1: collars. So, oh, well, you're my you prisoners? He, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hang on, we're, a- we're still deciding that. Oh. <laughs> if we let him believe it, it will be a better ruse, so. True, I mean, true, He will likely not go along with it if we tell him all our plans. Do we all have to be, I mean, do we all have to be prisoners? It only seemed like he was going after some of us. Yeah, he was only going after the humans. I could pretend to be like a guide hired by him to navigate the lands. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that oh boy, I, bounty hunter. I'm sure that Kozuk, you could blend in perfectly fine. You are a normal lizard folk, but Ghidorah and I would not be able to blend in very well. No, Snurk and I would stand out quite much.
2: What about Yontai? Are there Yontai around here? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> you <laughs> see it? The snake dude that I turned
1: uh, into. No, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Personally, Snurk does not know what you're talking about. Okay. Mm.
2: Ghidorah is also... Uh, wait, we,
1: Godura, would Ghidorah have seen a Yontai? Are there any Yontai? Nope. At nope. All right. Never once. What's a, Yon, what's a Yontai? They're like snake people. Oh. They're like Yon, Yontai Weird. pure bloods, which are like more people than human. I mean, more yeah, people w- than- w- Will himself knows. <laughs> no, I'm, I know. Yeah. Oh. Okay, uh, so we make him think that we are his slaves and he takes us in. I mean, I think... I believe at least uh, that, that Diamond and Timmy, and I don't think you would be, uh, well, the three of you, Diamond, Timmy, and Jakarta, I don't think you would be seen as slaves. Maybe the humans, if he's trying to get humans into it. But the Ikai Sanctum has pretty good ties relatively to Virgin Union, so I don't know, see why they would enslave If We could convince him to take us directly to the source instead of, you know, going to get us um, mind-controlled. What do you mean by directly to the source? I mean, well, take us to Premiere. Or find a way to. Look, look,
0: look at him. I don't think he knows Premiere.
1: And yeah. I also don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, uh, break huddle. Kobold, we have some exciting news for you, my friend. We as a group have all decided we will um, submit over slaves and go along with you. You. Yeah. Slave. The power was truly <laughs> awe, awe, awe-inspiring. Yeah. Bye. It was sure. a deep conversation. We just wanted to make sure we were, you know, picking the right option. There is there is no perception. There's no like persuasion or deception checks needed. Ko is just simply that stupid. No. <laughs> Wait, what's your name, by the way? I am Ko. Ah. Is your last name Bald? No. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. So how many wh- how many of us would be con- would uh, make considerate slaves? I should ask. Which of us would you need to enslave? Humans, lion man. Can he not talk common? I- yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he re- he replies in common. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do I notice him kind of stare at our arms? Yeah, you would see his his eyes kind of trailing, trying to look. One of my heads is going to lean over to um, to snark and say, "I think it's best we cover our arms." Yeah, I think that is a good call. It is kind of a dead giveaway. That <laughs> <laughs> point. Uh, untie, please. Ghidorah's going to look at the rest of the group.
0: Not how sure that? how I feel about being a slave. I'm going to lose my hammer and my shield. Mm. Can someone carry that?
3: Yeah, uh, Jakarta. I'll carry this for you.
1: Oh yeah, I guess Diamond wouldn't go. Or yeah. would, would an he's gonna turn back to Ko. How much would an Azimar go for?
3: What? She punch she punches Ghidorah. You don't you don't
1: know what he's saying. He's saying it in draconic.
3: Oh wait, I thought they were talking in common now.
1: No, I'm speaking to I'm talking to Ko. If I'm talking to Ko, it's in Draconic because he does <laughs> oh. not uh, okay. Common.
4: Actually, hold on. Would Ko know what an Azimar is? Or does he or does um, Diamond look human to him?
1: Uh I would I would say <laughs> Roll a nature check. Okay, get a wingless asmargo for a lot of money. Uh. <laughs> you think she's a human, so hard? You think she's <laughs> hey. so such a human? Oh. oh, Diamond is having Dude. a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> human.
3: Like excuse. Yeah.
1: Me? <laughs> you say back, that. You say that in common. Do you yeah, say, say yeah in I, I say, common? say
3: that in common. <laughs> I'll
1: say that in common. Yeah, oh he turns back. To, he turns back to the group specifically to Jakarta. Someone else should carry your weapons.
0: Okay, who has the ability to carry my weapons?
1: I got it. You see a snark <laughs> tries to like stand up as like three foot tall?
2: I can put, as long as they're not sharp-edged, I can put them in the bag of holding. Oh, a snark three foot tall?
4: Yeah, yeah he snarks about your height. When, yeah, when Co stands up, they're like the same height. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're right mm-hmm. next to each other. So Jordan, the fact that he was I sitting on you up. makes it even funnier because he's like the same weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he unties you. And puts his rope back in his bag. And then, okay, so he's gonna, like, pull out his short sword and point it towards the air, and he's like,
4: victory! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, okay, with your, new, with your new companion, do you guys start heading off? Gadora yeah, let's head off. In the, uh, Gadora yeah, Ghidorah will give him a sort of a very sarcastic yet victorious strum on his guitar, like a dun 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 dun. Okay. What are we going to do with these kobold children, by the way? Oh yeah. Are we going to bring them right into the garden, or? Uh. I can. They can come to the scraps with. I can find a place. That's. You see, you see they, yeah. they both look at you. They're like two feet tall. They they see. They actually seem comfortable with Ko. It seems they're used to this kind of behavior. Oh. Oh. Are well, all right. well, pods, idiots? <laughs> oh, that would kind of make sense pretty much yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> pretty much call phones are pretty dumb <laughs> yeah underestimate them see how far you get <laughs> yeah. um, i mean we uh, saw how far you got <laughs> <laughs> uh and you were about to cross the bridge so you made your way to a garden if you would like to you can camp outside it's turning about uh night whenever you're getting there We could do that just to wait till day. I mean, we have already taken a long rest, so. We continue. (laughs) Well, it probably would actually be better to go in at night. Hey, so you find yourselves at the... It doesn't even seem like there's actually a wall. It's just like an outskirt. There is this one big gate with, like, the outer wall. There's, like, some missing here and there. It's not greatly made and put together. And it has just like a faded symbol on it that you would have assumed was the symbol of Regarden originally. But now it has been replaced with a big blue serpent's mouth opening and coiling around behind it. And uh, you basically look off into the city and see... Just red skies as steam and smoke billows throughout uh, this huge building known as the Joran facility. Mm. Uh, the rest of the outer part of the city, which is like in, in these uh, wooden pikes, is called the Scraps, as Co can tell you. And they look just like a poor place filled with uh, kobolds and slaves. These slaves have these bronze colors that have like uh, blue indentations and etchings, as they all don't even have like shackles on, it's only these. But it seems that they do have, like, it's not like they're being completely mind controlled. The slaves do have their normal emotions and such and have very much, very much have uh, sentience over themselves. They look like just a bunch of different races you've never seen before. All of them have uh, numbers branded into their left shoulders. It is uh, pretty messed up, honestly. You see walking around these blue-skinned guards, it seems, that have, like, white pupils, just completely white eyes, and wear these, like, red regalia on them with, like, golden trimmings. And they just have, like, completely blue skin. They don't have any colors on. It seems they are, like, the guards watching over the slaves. And, like, per every guard, there is a kobold in front of... Uh, per every slave, there's a kobold lead- leading the slaves, and per every like group of slaves, there's at least two, at least two guards patrolling and keeping watch of them. Co, you will know that there have been recent breakouts of slaves. Uh, some have been let free of their neck collars and have run off
2: into the swamp. Well, we ask Co, uh, how do they control the slaves? Do the guards have some sort of device? I don't know. You're just my <laughs> slaves. And then he's just like, you.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you start going through. Snurk would not know how they're controlled either. It doesn't seem like there's any remotes or anything on the guards that you can see. As you start walking into a garden, uh, Ko is leading the way. You are in like a clearing in the city. Oh, I also forgot to mention. Off in the distance in towards the center of the city, you can't see it straight up, but like there seems to be like a glowing effervescence of like green energy. And Co. can tell you that that is called the garden. And the garden has these huge stone walls that look pristine. Like everything else here looks dirty and gross, but in the garden, it is pure, pristine, and cleanly. Mm.
0: You said two guards are basically with every group of slaves. What are, they, what are the slaves actually doing?
1: Well, like some of the slaves that you saw were just moving to a different area, but every now and then you'll see them like building structures, basically just expanding garden itself. Perhaps the
0: control mechanism for these... Slaves are is within the large building near the center
1: of a garden. That would make sense, wouldn't it? I think if, we, if there was a way we could shut them all off. Can you arrange yourselves over here for me? Uh, and you guys are headed this direction. So you see in front of you two guards right here, a kobold and what seems to be this huge cyclops that has just this metal cage around its head and a like cyanish blue eye peering through the glass and has these two big bronze bracers following behind what seems to be a sling who has just this bronze collar around his neck he looks to be elven in a sense but has like hair braided back in a very tight braid um has these like lines that go across his face on the edges of his chin that are like red and they go down his body and you see he has two crab-like arms underneath his regular arms he seems to be escorted by all these people and at the same time you see this woman with a black shawl over her head walks about here she takes her cloak off as like it she throws it up in the air and she thorn whips you see this huge this like very thorny whip come out and whoosh, slap against the collar of the slave and it starts to break, it malfunctions, and just you see the lights turn off with inside the collar. initiative, please. All right, well.
0: I kind of look down at Ko and say, uh, should I go do anything or should I be your slave?
4: Uh, so, okay, so that woman freed the slave? Yeah. All right. Uh, he's going to pull out a sword. It's like, all right, can't have
1: free slaves. And
2: how is, how is everybody reacting, not us, but the other people to this slave being freed?
1: Uh, the kobolds seem to not be happy about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, come help me. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, it's- I don't know. Nora doesn't really want to help him. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna. Okay. Oh, hold on. This chick that this chick that just freed the slave. Does she look like?
1: I'll tell you exactly what she looks like here in a second. Okay. So you see, as she uh takes her her shawl, throws it up in the air, and rips, uh, she is this albino tiefling that has this pink hair that falls across her uh, right shoulder and on her left shoulder, you see the number three ingrained in her, in her body. And she looks like full druid just takes her staff up and gets ready to fight these guys. Uh, And you see the dude who has, who, who has the malfunctioning collar starts to smile as he looks around to the guards around him. Uh, but, Timmy, you get to go first.
2: I am going to... As I'm moving up, I'm going to use my action and bonus action to pop all my shit. Okay,
1: okay. I
0: am going to run up here. I'm going to use my shield. I'm going to use my radiant gaze and... Uh, fire a beam uh, toward that big ass guy, and he has a sa- has to do a saving throw, a wisdom saving throw against it. Fourteen or higher.
1: Fourteen or higher. He succeeds. Okay, I'm done. So you see, he he like looks around and like he feels it in his head, and he's like, mm-hmm. and is doesn't see you guys currently, but is trying to go and run down onto number one fifty two. I'm going to pass it to the chick. To Zerani. The number three. Gotcha, number three. Okay, you see as Zerani just takes her staff, slams it on the ground, this bolt of magical energy onto the Cyclops. The Cyclops, trying to fight it, just like starts... Tries to slam on the ground and get it out of his head. Turns him, he starts growing really small and turns into a snail.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, Not if I it. ran
1: up and took a bite of his head, like if I bit his head off, would he turn back into a
4: polymorph? Works is that once you, like, once that creature goes down to zero of that new form, it turns back into its
1: original form. Okay, so, so I we don't want to hit it. So, yeah, <laughs> you don't, don't... want to hit it. <laughs> so, that's going to be, and she, she might be able to do stuff on her bones action too. Actually, no, she's not going to do it. It's, it doesn't prove a point right now, so she's not going to waste that spell slot. Okay, that's the end of her turn, and she's going to pass it on over to number 152. He is going to... Uh, f- sorry, not 152. It's 521. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are so many of us. I just, mm-hmm. I just, I just mixed it up in my brain. He casts the following onto uh, this guard next to him. So this guard needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Got a freaking nat one. Okay, uh, you see as he just holds his hand out and this ball of flame shoots out, deals 32 points of damage to this guy. Dang. Uh, The red guard is going and he is going to... Oh, wait, he could have used that. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to roll a D6 to see what he does, but then he's going to try... Oh, my God. Yeah, no, he's going to cast them all on this dude. Oh. Um, he's going to try and hit with, so one, two, three. Okay, so the last one was a 13. So a 13 and that one and 11. I think all of them just missed this dude, but I could be wrong. Oh, wait, no, no, this guy has a low AC. So the 13 hits. So this guy is dealt the following. This guy,
0: we have no idea who you're talking about.
1: Five one two five, it was two, yeah, five two one, sorry, I keep mixing them mm-hmm. up. He takes like these goggles that were kind of on his head, and he puts them down, and he shoots a scorching ray at this guy, mm. so three beams of fire go at this guy, but only one of them hits, so he's dealt six points of damage. playing fire with fire. that's oh. gonna be the end of his turn. The diamond you're up
3: all right, I am gonna run up here,'m gonna try and use my darts to hit. The blue guard.
1: That does not hit. Alright. And then
3: for my bonus for my second attack, I'm gonna do the same thing. Trying to hit him with the dart. Yes, this is Dang it.
1: oh okay Well, and you the... technically could use your that's your second attack. You can still use your bonus action. Yeah, no,
3: I'm good cause... for right now. That's the end of my turn. Alright, who are
1: you passing it to? Me?
3: I'm gonna pass to Kazuk.
1: Alright. Let's see. I can move 45 feet on my first turn. I'll move myself. There and then I'm going to shoot the pink, the kobold with the little pink dot on it. I'm going to shoot him with my first attack and uh, I'll take the minus five. Okay, so that will be 11. Yes, would you like to succeed at a cost? Okay. No, I'm gonna hit him. Uh, are you are you going to? Yep, I'm gonna do it. Okay, so that's plus 10 damage, so 22. I mean, he's dead. Oh, uh, the closest enemy. Uh, becomes enraged at you, gaining plus two damage to a roll so closest mm-hmm. to you. That snail is pissed. That snail is really pissed. Is this full cover? Yeah, that would be that would be like three quarters cover, but I know that doesn't matter for you. Yeah, so I get So I can uh, I can I'm gonna attack the green one then. Okay, go ahead. I'll not take the minus five. Good call. Uh, yeah, that uh-huh. hits. Yeah, how would you like to do this? I shoot it right through the. Bars of the wooden barricade, and it lodges right into his chest. Nice shot. As he slams right against the wall. Then with my third shot, I'm going to attack the red guard. I'm not taking the minus five also. That hits. All right, sweet. With one of my features, I'm going to use my favorite foe. When I hit a creature with an attack roll, I can mark the target as my favorite enemy for one minute or until I lose my concentration, as if I was concentrating on a spell. The first time on each of your turns that you hit the favorite enemy and deal damage to it, including when you mark it, you can increase that damage by 1d6. Yeah, just do the normal one first. And then I... How would you uh, like to do this? Oh, sorry. Aim, and then just fire into the random flaming mass and get a lucky shot in somewhere on him. (laughs) You just see as as he's burning, just... (laughs) just, like, screaming, like, really freaking loud, just, like, mm-hmm. trying to put it out, but it's magical fire, so it's not doing anything. Just gets whoosh, straight yeah. through the head and whoosh, slams on the ground as his body burns. My bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the blue card. All right, so so now it's Cobalt time, baby. Uh, not you, <laughs> No. Oh. oh, wait. I mean, technically, you are on their side. Yeah. Yeah, he would pass it to you. All right. Yeah. So Co just witnesses, like, sudden betrayal of the slaves. And he's like... <laughs> I did kill two kobolds, right? He's like, all right. And he's like, um, not fully
4: run up, but just, like, uh, close enough to Diamond, Timmyan, and Jakarta. And he's going to pull out this little bead, and he's going to chuck it right at the center of them. Okay. I want all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Dear
1: god <laughs> <laughs> oh no okay jakarta <laughs> diamond no Man, diamond all
4: right so oh,
1: you're having a you know, they're so bad today <laughs> you're rolling
4: so bad. So this this bead kind of just um as soon as it hits the ground explodes and you guys take um half that for timian
1: and jakarta so six points yep but That's diamond as it explodes, this transparent sphere just boom, and you are now trapped in it. Oh, he used the wrong oh, Um I know. I know.
4: Um, what I think...
3: freaking bad luck I'm having today? Seriously, Jesus. Jesus.
4: So the creatures that succeeded on the save, or are, are you guys, are pushed away from the center of the sphere until you are no longer inside it.
0: So are we push five feet away. Are we push one foot
1: away. What do we push? I you think one. pushed five feet. Oh, you guys are precise, high feet. So yeah, like it would be like this. Foot, it's a 10 foot cube. Gotcha. So it would be like that. All yeah. right. So then
4: Ko, um, then he's going to use like another two of his movement right where Jakarta and Kazakh is. He's going to throw another bead.
1: Oh, no. You're gone. What do I make? Dex saving throw? Yep. Dex saving throw. Yep. Uh, Jakarta, you need to make one. another one. Jakarta got a nat 20. That was my deck saving throw. It, wow. it, the the twi- oh yeah I mean the plus, fourteen yeah
4: I the plus 14s. six was the real one. So oh, I said, as a you take the locals <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you join the back all the, all the call, though, and run away. I actually you know what make make an intimidation check for me Jakarta do it do it with advantage I will okay. give you advantage and if you do it right I'll say DC fifteen. Who did I fail? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no, all of these kobolds look at you and just book it. And did I fail my save? Yeah, so you're Uh, now trapped in a bubble. uh, And I take 13 damage. Yeah, so Jakarta, you would take uh, 7. Now I'm in the bubble. All right, I'm I'm going to action surge. Oh my god. Okay, what are you doing? Okay, let's see. Uh,
4: To throw this bead, I want to throw it at Snark and Ghidorah.
1: Oh my wow. God! He's trapping us all in bubbles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, guys, go ahead. dexterity, go dexterity ahead. saving throw. Snark. Wow, snark at a ten. Hey. Snark's going to take all of it and is going to be bubbled. Yep. Dora, not um, so much.
4: I mean, mm-hmm. there's damage.
1: Jesus, that was a good roll on that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, he also has evasion, so that would be half of that. Gotcha. Yeah. But he's still trapped in the bubble. 14, so seven. And she's going to throw another bead at Jakarta. Oh yeah, because he gets two attacks. Wow. Yep. Wow, he's throwing beads all over. Yeah, I'm oh, just. just my he, You just, you just used all of them. <laughs> no. yeah. Oh my god. Twenty one. No. Now I'm
0: coming after you now. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's you're, Jakarta, you're not get if I get another, him first. Pull up another creature here. All
4: right, so is <laughs> yeah, throwing all these beads around. It's like you betrayed me. <laughs> he teach you now and then but he's also before his turn ends he's gonna um,
1: shout to the kids run away they'll hurt you and then uh, make a persuasion check with disadvantage uh, yeah, hold on I played music for those kids yeah with disadvantage yeah, make a persuasion like check yeah no that's that's fine he's not good at persuasion he's a terrible persuasion yeah no wow. they just kind of look at you and like squint their eyes <laughs> I mean I mean <laughs> Slyn looks at you squints her eyes <laughs> Zerk just stands there. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, that's that's the end of my turn. Well, all right, Ghidorah, yeah. seeing his um, seeing his friends, what do we just get trapped in a bubble? He's gonna um, he's gonna use his new found- his new wings. He's gonna fly up a little bit, just to, um, about to here, just not super high, but just within range of uh, of Ko. And he's also gonna bust out a new move. He's gonna. Well, he thinks he's breathing fire, but he's going to breathe lightning. Oh, snap. <laughs> okay. so, right um, right down is- on the Co. <laughs> yeah, right down on the Co. It is a 5 by 30 foot line, and it's a dex. dex. It, wait, uh, it, it's a dex. It's a dex. He got a 16, so he'll t- probably take half damage. Okay, so four points of damage to, okay. to Co. All right, cool. Consider yourself electrocuted. <laughs> he's going to pass it. Uh, to the blue one now, because it's the beginning of the next turn. Blue guard. Um, blue guard. Okay, he's going to try and cast the following onto the Cyclops, uh, which is Dispel Magic. So okay. he's going to try and... So for each spell, fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level on a successful check. Okay, so I believe Polymorph oh. is a fourth level. So the DC is a 14, right? Yeah. Wow. Got a freaking 23. You see as the Cyclops unpolymorphs. He's back. And is going to get up, look around, and see uh, Zerani, who just freaking trapped him. It's going to be his turn. He's going to rush forward, and he's going to try and slam down on her. I
0: turn around I toe and say, you're next.
1: He hits for 19 points of damage. Ooh, you good. see, as this dude just runs up and slams down on her uh, and is going to take a second attack. Oh my God, he got 34 points of damage on her. Oh, that's not good. She is not looking good. At least we don't know. Her. Uh, it's going to be her turn, and I got
2: dibs on the staff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see, as she here wounds herself nice. 30, 30 points back then going to try to get away from this dude. Um, she's going to come over here. She'll stay there because she doesn't want to take another attack from him yet, just in case he can be taken down. Okay, that's going to be the end of her turn. She's going to pass it to 521, and he is going to, seeing her get struck by that dude, is going to cast something towards him. He's going. He's going to cast Polymorph on this guy as well. Oh wow, that's awesome. Uh and he fails again. So he goes down into a snail once again. <laughs> snail time. Uh, that is that is the end of actually he's going to then use his bonus action. He misty steps over there.
4: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you
1: see as he and appears back in the in that spot. Uh, that's gonna be the end of his turn. He's gonna pass it to the person not in the bubble, Jakarta, you're up. Nope. Um he didn't he attack the the ogre, oh, yeah. Cyclops. So he's going to. I did. Uh, Blue Zard. Uh, Jakarta. It's not your turn yet. Uh, oh boy, um, he's
4: going to take another bead and throw it at Jakarta.
1: Okay, Jakarta, go ahead and make a dexterity save there. Um, Jesus Christ, twenty-one. <laughs> uh, is, is he going to oh, no. use his last one at Jakarta for a <laughs> saving grace?
4: Let's see. I I might not. All right. Instead, I'm going to pull out my gem. So just Jakarta. Make mm-hmm. a. Constitution saving throw of 15?
1: Mm, It's Jakarta. Holy shit. (laughs) That's awesome. 22.
4: (laughs) 22. I'm trying to flashbang you, but that doesn't work. And Uh, I'm going to pass
0: it to you. Okay, Jakarta, you're up. Mm. Okay, now I'm pissed.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Go for it.
0: I'm going to run
1: over. Yeah, that hits. (laughs) I assume it's (laughs) one-handed. 14 points of damage <laughs> as you're socked across the face with a friggin' hammer. Yep, yep, yep. Oh my god, and that one. Uh, Consequence. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, speed should be at zero, but that doesn't really matter.
0: And then, so I'm going to uh, Radiant Gaze him with my shield, and he has a uh, Wisdom saving throw, 14.
1: I think his Wisdom sucks. Oh my god, he got a 15! Oh my uh, god. He he's a minus one on Wisdom, too. Jesus. He got so lucky. I was to fail that. All okay right. cool. is there anyone out of the bubble i'm out of the bubble cool. uh i mean medora and timian all right godora cool godora's gonna back up like five feet just so it doesn't hit um it's I'm still not. within radius but does not hit jakarta and he's going to use thunder wave nice all right go for it constitution saving throw uh okay. would you like to describe how your thunder wave goes do you clap do you thunder clap what do he you do? He's going to. Have you ever seen the SpongeBob movie? Whenever he like, it, while he's singing Goofy Goober Rock, whenever he's like, it up, and he goes like, when you like, yeah. <laughs> really I love that. You, um, that was 15, 15 points of damage. All right. Yeah, still up yeah and... I'll pass it to Timmy. And... All right. Oh. The death of Ko. Yeah, goodbye to Ko. Jesus. Ko's first session, he dies. Yeah i dealing with a lot
4: of death lately. Have you noticed? We walked Brightwood more. Oh! Oh, oh. oh,
2: yeah. That's cool. oh, oh dear you go God! Me? Dude, you're
3: you, you to
1: do <laughs> damage? No, don't even roll damage. Are you you, uh, okay, just so I know, are you killing him or are you unlethal? Oh, I'm no. sure you're oh. killing him. No. no, no. All right. yeah. Well, he uh, he can make death uh, savings. <laughs> Until we save oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he can make that saving because Right, he's to oh, be let unconscious. Man, let me see how much damage. His body in the garden. Uh, yeah, how much yeah, damage. yeah. Roll the damage. How much? How much health are you on right now, Co? One hit point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. oh my God, this is actually A possible for you,
2: motherfucker.
1: Yeah, it's it's really possible for you to because you double the slashing damage, you double the necrotic damage, and you double the poison damage. Did you yeah. that? Yeah. So eleven plus three, so fourteen plus eight, uh, twenty-two. So then re-roll all of those as well.
2: And just, just count the... Yep. Oh, and I get to roll it again because I'm wearing that bib thing. It,
1: yep, yep, the butchers. Yeah, and if it equals or exceeds Co's hit point maximum, he's dead. So, yeah, so 22 three, plus eight, eight. Plus eight. Yeah, Co's dead. You're dead. You killed him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ko wow. is yeah. nice, a nice group effort from everyone.
2: All everybody.
1: right. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Uh, well, character sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yep. I yeah, didn't
0: spend too much time on that character.
1: <laughs> oh, that was um, He really did it. <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't. And he walks to his computer and there's this whole backstory with multi-layers. <laughs> <where he's, laughs> <he's, laughs> like how he was just doing this to help his family. And <laughs> hey, he did throw um, beads of force at us though. He did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is he really all good? So, so the bubbles break since he died? Yeah, I'll, I'll say the bubbles break. Yeah. Let's go. Well, um, also, this 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 Blast Seeker is still alive over here.
2: And on my bonus action, I'm going to try to find his bag of beads or whatever to use against the bad guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, is, he has
1: one, one bead left.
2: So basically, I'm looting his ass.
4: All right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I got. got I have one bead of force. You have a Bracelet of Treats. Bracelet of what? Bracelet of Treats. It's a homebrew item that I made. This bracelet has 1d4 charges, um, three charges left, uh, of unreplenishable charges and allows the wielder to cast Goodberry. And then you have a gem of brightness
1: with 44 charges left.
2: No unreplenishable. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> back to back, baby. Back, back yeah, the other one was sad. Is that the start of a new round, or is everyone? No, a, anyone uh,
2: who was in a bubble. Has oh, gone is in. now out. Yeah, so so. Um, I guess I pass it to uh, Diamond.
3: Okay, um, I am gonna run. I'm pissed. Uh, I think understand. about going over and stabbing Ko, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run up to the blue guard and try and get him with my long sword.
1: Miss. All right, I'm
3: try again.
1: Finally, Nat twenty. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so eight plus five,
3: so thirteen. All right, and since I'm in front of him, I'm gonna spend a key point to use my—I can't even remember what it's called, but
1: uh, yeah, my, flurry my, blows. Extra,
3: yeah, my extra attack with—oh no, no, my extra attack with my kensei weapon.
1: Holy shit! Oh my god! Another hey. net twenty. Wow! You regain a hit die. Not that you used any, but you regain one. Huh. You I'll, I'll say. I'll say you regain. You regain a key point for that. Great. Oh, there we go.
3: All right. Well, then five, yeah. five points of damage cool. nothing that time.
1: Was, Nothing was. lost. Yep. All right. That's gonna make it his turn. He is going to uh, try and. You're right next to him, so he's gonna try and rape you. you. Uh, he hits, dealing five points of damage as he stabs you. Okay. It, you see, just like like. Uh, unsheathes this, like, golden rapier and stabs into you. He's gonna pass it to the Cyclops. who can only move one <laughs> thing <laughs> over. Uh, and then it is going to go to Snark will go. Why not? Snark! Uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. He's going to then use his bonus action to dash and is going to try and shoot at that dude. Yeah, 23 points of damage. And you see this dude just... Whoosh, he keels over. So you see this white tiefling looks over to you and she says, What are y'all waiting for? Let's go! And she starts running off into the uh, distance. Uh, you see the elf-like man start to follow into the distance. Ghidorah will follow immediately. He's gonna uh, And go. if you can, if you can give me... If anyone's looking back, can you give me a perception check? Oh. oh, God. Yes. Whoa, my weapon. Oh, hey, you dropped your weapon, but your weapon's not droppable, so I'll roll a boon for Timian. Okay. Woo. Make the snail go prone.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <All laughs> he rolls, right. o- rolls over on his shell.
1: Okay, so, so Diamond and Timion, I'll say with your just regular rolls by looking back you're you're booking it like into the swamp but you see behind you this dude like not attacking you but this dude kind of walking up with two cyclopses by his side he has very dark skin and is like african-american and has just this white cloak on him that has blue etchings into it and he has these white gloves on his hands, and he just looks down at the snail and steps on it as the cyclops starts to turn back into himself. Oh, no. Uh, And he starts to walk away, and, like, he looks pensively in your direction for a second and then walks off with a smirk on his face. And for Timian, as you're running, not of ill intent, but you see, you look up on the, like, tent, like the rooftops okay. and you see you see this dude in a hood with a blindfold on running atop the housetops staying in like is actually almost leading you guys uh is faster than zarani and he seems to wave over to you
2: what else i mean he's paralleling us yeah
1: he's paralleling you you can insight check if you're trying to get a gauge on him he, he looks he looks friendly. It looks like he is friends or something with Zorani. And you start to find your way out into the dulson Bog. And as you do, uh, you guys slow down for a second. And you find yourselves out in the bog. And you see Zorani stops. And she turns around and says, well, hello there. My name is Zorani. Really nice to meet y'all. And she puts her hand out. Ghidorah will land and say, Hello. Hi. Hi there. Uh, oh, Ghidorah, oh, oh. I, need, I need you to make a perception check for me. righty. Oh, sick. Oh my god. Yeah, no, you know. Oh, uh, well. There's of the, uh, not Everyone's of the... impressed by your landing, Will. Ooh, um, super healing. He lands with gusto. You start looking at this tiefling, and she looks almost dead on to Biolante. Slightly yeah. older, but seems to have like a very uh, youthful aura to her. What color did she oh, say she was? She's, she's albino. You uh, uh,
2: look familiar.
1: Well, I don't know where I would look familiar from, but... Do you have a sister? Uh, uh, no, but I do have a daughter. You have a daughter? What's your name? That's sweet. Her name is Biallonga. It's been a long time since I've seen her. Oh, Gudora like almost drops it. His like wings kind of like droop. No way. Gudora profusely like, like when he begins shaking her head profusely. <laughs> She's like, "Yes, uh, very kind to meet you too." <laughs> um, I don't really know how to tell you this, but uh, I'm her fiance. Oh, well, it is plenty fine to meet a fellow like yourself. Uh, yeah. she. She brings you in for a hug. Well, oh, I go in for it. Well, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure she chose the right man. She looks, looks at you and she looks to everyone else. Uh, what are your names? Not Co. I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, Co's dead body. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just his head. Yeah, Ugh. he didn't seem too nice. Um, and what's your name? And she points over to you, Diamond. You just muted yourself. You muted yourself. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
1: <laughs> Did you know you mute yourself? Uh,
3: I decide I didn't want to talk to her. No. Uh, my, <laughs> name, my name is Diamond Fairgrave. Nice
1: to meet you. Uh, somebody else make an insight check if anyone's paying attention to the three people around you. Kozak and Timian, the dude with the hood uh, has landed next to you and out of the trees and the treetops and such. Diamond, you say your full name uh, no. and you don't notice it. But Kazakh and Timian, you see him smirk for a second, mm. and then it goes away. Interesting. Uh, well, anyway, my full name is Zarani Devil'sbane. Nice to meet y'all. Um, and this here is my husband, Verdonis. Mm. And this here is number 521. And you see as uh, 521 looks over to you and just simply nods in your direction. Nice to meet y'all. My name is Verdonus. Oh, um, I should let you guys know. Dora kind of moves his jacket out of the way. I'm 196. Uh, Zerani says, Wow, very interesting. I'm number three. Obviously, this one is 521. Why don't you say hi, 521? (laughs) She she, like pushes him forward. Hello. You see as he is very meek. Thank you all for your help. Why don't we step into my establishment? You see she just looks towards one of the trees behind her and steps through it. Awesome. Do you follow? Yeah. Yeah, I'm following. You all walk in to see this beautiful landscape. You see these archways of silver, and it looks almost like an elven-like town, kind of. You see a bunch of people with numbers on their left shoulders, just ingrained You see a bunch of people running around like kids playing with numbers on. There's people who have tentacles. There's people who have just random appendages and random things. And she says, well, welcome to the Wild, first of all, and welcome to the Verdant Saviors, as she does one of the uh, pan outs. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Salt here sheds from each of Ghidorah's eyes.
0: Thank you all for listening We're Eldridge Origins And our theme for our podcast Is an instrumental piece King's Gambit Composed by Roberto Torero Prado We are starting Uh We're starting to and That's weird
1: Maybe that was just the mic
0: Episodes for our podcast Hey
4: Sorry guys Needed to hack the mainframe And interrupt this outro For a special announcement Listen peeps here on planet Earth, the Eldritch Origins family is working on some cool stuff. We have amazing folks listening all around the world, especially Scotland. <laughs> Sorry, I just, uh, I love Scotland. But we want to have you guys involved in this journey with us. So what I mean by cool stuff is exclusive stuff, like Patreon. But before we launch something like that, we need to get through some episodes. Technically. The game is about 11 sessions ahead of the podcast. So if we launched Patreon, it would be an 11-episode buffer until you guys could do anything. And that's not fair. So what the EO family is going to do this summer is pump out episodes until we catch up to the main timeline. Going forward, episodes are going to be released weekly to bi-weekly in groups, meaning if you check out any of our platforms we stream on, you might see one or two episodes released in a week on the same day. So go on your computer, pull out your phone, open your calendars for an Eldritch Origin summer. For people who need dates, check back in with us on June 6th to see what you've missed. Alrighty, Haven. Back to you.
1: Wow. Thanks, Nick. Can't wait to catch up because the party is an interesting place right now. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to our podcast and the adventure the players have surprisingly lived through.
0: You can support us by following our social media at Eldridge Origins on Instagram, where we like to post funny memes that happen during the session. So mosey on over there for some chill vibes. But if apps aren't your thing or your cup of tea, you can check out our website at EldridgeOrigins.com, where we give a little bio about our players, the maps, and a way for you to connect with us.
1: Thank you all again if you've stayed this long, and we'll be seeing you soon. Just remember, Eldritch Origins is your fictional home, away from home. Have a great day, everybody.